Hi, Christian. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Now, before we get into the album, and it kind of uh, goes into it a little bit, but uh, you moved to North Carolina, uh, Chapel Hill, or you spent some time there. Yes. And obviously you lived in New York. What is your connection with the United States? Has it always been a fascination, and was it purely musical, or was there something else as well? I mean, there's, of course, there's been a fascination since being a kid, and there's, I mean, there's even a song on the album called Major League that's about it. Right. But, I mean, yes, I've been touring there since 2008, so of course, it's just, um, you know, most of my friends are musicians over there. Yeah, yeah and uh, Major League is the reason why I asked, because there's a line in there, Carolina ran in my heart. So, yeah. so what did you find there? Well, a lot of Carolina wrens. It's a little tiny bird. Okay. It's, it's very... It's very, um, it's not a, it's very, it's not shy, that little bird, it's just, it's just around, so maybe I could relate. No, I uh, have a lot of friends who live in, in North Carolina, and I'd been spending, I moved back from, uh, stay, I was living in New York, and then the pandemic hit, I stayed there for 10 weeks, and then I had to go home, or fly to Sweden, you know, and be there for my parents, and uh, they're old, and, uh, was locked out of the country in America, so I couldn't go back. So I got rid of my apartment in New York and decided to just live in Sweden. I've been, I've, I've had a little farm there since 12 years or something. So I decided to stay there. And then, uh, you know, fast forward, you know, pandemic, uh, isolation, not being inspired, a lot of things. Uh, and then uh, when it finally opened up again so I could go back. I just went to North Carolina because a lot of my musician friends live there and so I hung out there for six months and uh, wrote songs and uh, recorded an album. And th this might sound weird, but th I have a degree in uh, American studies. That's why I'm kind oh. of interested in this, this area of uh, conversation. So, mm -hmm. so is there something about the mentality of America that you like or something about the... Because I know what we are like in Europe and in America, they're a little bit more idealistic, I would say. So, so is, is there something... In, in idealistic in what way? Like opportunity. Like there, you can be, how would you put it, more... In, in the Netherlands and Europe, it's more like, okay, just, just don't stick your head out of the yeah, crowd. Yeah, no, we, no, we have a lot. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's a big part of like why... You know, moving to to New York, uh, New York, I feel is a different beast than the rest of America. It's oh, like sure. it's a country in its own, uh, and it, it's a, I, I love I love New York. Uh, but yeah, I grew up in the countryside in Sweden, and uh, like in a, in a working class mentality, you're not supposed to be better than anyone else, and like you can't be really proud of what you do right. because that's bragging. And me, as an I, you know. I wanted to express myself through, you know, through through music and kind of be. I'm, you know, it's weird. I'm an I'm an extrovert. Uh, you know, I'm a. You know, I feel like a, like a trapeze artist, on, but I'm like a, but I'm playing guitar and running around on stage, and it. I had a lot of years where just I, whenever I came, because I, I toured over the world, but then came back to Sweden and toured there, and I felt almost like I had to like say like excuse myself, like I know I'm not. Right. So, for me, that was just really, it was a big part of me growing up and growing into the, into the to the person I am. To 
you know, to go to New York and just like didn't have to have that over me. And also New York, there's like, you can just disappear in New York. You can just, I could just, you know, study people and uh, play music. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was an important part of my life. And yeah. And there's there's a link to the album, I suppose, uh, even more so than just major league, in in the sense that it talks about uh, there there is some talk about the idea of success or achievement or, or, or what constitutes a good life, I suppose. So yeah, when are are you very ambitious? Let, let's start with that. Well, ambitious in what, what in what sense? Well, that that's that's the question, right? Because you can fill it in in so many things. You can fill it in creatively. You can fill it in uh, financially. You can fill it in uh, just personal development, any skill. Yeah, but I think the, this album is actually about the. It's about finding peace in. Uh, not like, it's. A, let's say this like the song Henry Street, the title track. Right. It's about the, the sadness that I see in in a lot of people and especially living in New York and the, the thing where you know without becoming overly political but you know where we, we've all grown up in this you know, where capitalism has taught us that all that we're, we're the most important you're the most important person on this planet and you need to stand out I mean I know it sounds I'm sitting here and I, I, I get I get attention and all that so it sounds weird coming from me but I I can't get out of this what I where I am so I have to sure is what I'm Talking about that, we're all supposed to be this like the most important person, and then we realize we're not. Like the, then, then we, as you said, it's it's hard. And then I see a lot of struggle in people, especially in America, you know, where you have to build your own brand, like just as a person, not as you. And then the anxiety and the sad it just comes from that, and uh, coming to and. I am doing this, but I had many realizations during the pandemic that, you know, when I couldn't play music, uh, <clears throat> that was that's literally true. I couldn't play music because I couldn't play live and I couldn't sure. write songs. I couldn't write songs. They were all just like the darkest crap ever. Mm. It was just because being reminded about my own mortality all the time and you know, pandemic and there's wars and there's injustices and then all that just got got to me and I I couldn't daydream anymore like what I've been doing my whole life I've been like naive optimist or just like I I can do this and I can to be, to be playful in right. life that went away and then you know I just had this like kind of sad cynical bullshit of songs I just like I, I don't want to do this so I just put it away I went into gardening I just in my okay. I, just, I didn't play music but and I also couldn't play shows, what I've been doing most of my adult life, and it's the most, it's what I do. I realized this is, that's what I do, and when I could start doing it again, I real I, I, I did it with a whole new level of gratitude for it, that I, I get to do this. And I realized then, and I get open up, and I go to America, and I start to write songs, and I realize I'm going to do this my whole life. I'm going to, whatever, and then I felt like, for the first time, I felt free that I don't really care how many people are gonna if people like this album or not because I'm gonna do another one anyway. Mm. So if five people listen to it or many people listen, to it, it doesn't really matter. And that was the freedom. And you know, I don't really, I don't care about being forgotten like that. It's just like to, you know, it sounds like mindfulness bullshit, but it's true. Like just live in the live in the now and be grateful for what I have around me. And like, I was extremely grateful for my friends and. 
uh, all that that you know that all of a sudden I didn't have my life because I know I'm not I just, I've known this my whole life but during the pandemic it's clear I'm not a genius I don't carry I don't carry genius things just in my in my soul being like walking around my I probably have four thoughts in my head just bouncing around it's with other people interacting with the world with strangers with friends and lovers that's where inspirations to 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 write songs come from right I definitely need that and then yeah realizing to you know to to strive for that my ambition to be (laughs) to try to be a good friend try to you know, take advantage of the little time we have, you know. Now, what I, I find it interesting, and especially from somebody uh, in your position, because you've tasted both. You've been that person uh, kind of on a billboard or whatever, yeah. and then in, 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 the, in the spotlight, but then there's also, obviously, you are Christian, not just the tallest man on earth. And, yeah. Uh, when all that was taken away, were there certain things that you realized, like, okay, this is essential for me to live, or this is... Uh, uh, who am I without kind of yeah, the yeah of course memory? identity crisis and all that but I think I mean playing music to people like or being in in a room like that like that live experience of playing and I'm not just saying playing songs to people like playing I, because I feel I'm playing songs with people when I'm at a show like that energy that especially in a in a you know how the world is right now the I guess I'm chasing the little moments of wonder, like we have as as kids, and like that I've been able to keep. I think through music and like that those like and listen to other people's music, and going to shows myself. That, I mean, you you lose track of you, you forget about like place and time, sure. like you just like just like I have out in nature, where you just like you, you feel that sense of wonder, and that's what I realized. Like I've had my whole my whole adult life, and that that's a shortcut. Like if I had when I've had the shows, I've been in that sense of wonder because the one sense of wonder to me is not like I'm hearing my own songs. This is great. It's just like the sense of wonder is like, oh my god, we're all these people together in this room, and we're gathering around music, and like that's pretty. That's pretty damn weird. Like the humans do that because, like, it's it's easy to look, we look at look at the like, human beings and society, and we do so many bad things, and we do so many selfish things, and then, but then, like, but we do like music and art, and and that is it's something that is uh, I think less and less uh, seen as sure. the intelligent part of us human beings because we we want things that we can measure and data and all of that but I think maybe we haven't you know we haven't figured out what where our strengths are and I'm not just saying that because I'm in in uh, a job with abstract thinking is sure. allowed but I am Sorry if I'm ranting pretentiously here, but it's uh, it's that that I've been missing in my life that sense of that sense of wonder, and I've been getting that for free through live shows. No, oh, I do think you're right. I think in terms of the type of society that we live in, a certain type of uh, value is uh, respected more than others, like like uh, industriousness and all that kind of stuff, and, yeah. and just working hard and making a lot of money. Those are valued quite high, whereas uh, just creative. Uh, expression is perhaps sometimes less valued. Um, 
But with that in mind, then, how do you start? Because was it then the emphasis? Uh, was the emphasis then to to write collectively or to at least create collectively? Because if if we look at your earlier work, a lot of that is quite solitary, I yeah. suppose. So what was the emphasis now? Okay, no, I, I realize this is a, commu a communal thing, and I, I, that's why I'm going to America. I'm going to visit these friends to play with. Yes, and it was this, it's a new set of like confident feelings in me, and um, yeah, how to explain that? Like I've done so much DIY stuff over mm -hmm. the years, but I think. Most of it is not because I think that I can like that I need to have control over things. It's just bad. It's like lack of confidence okay. in like songs and my own musicianship, and it's something that you know it's it's almost soon taken thirty nine years to 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 step out of. But it's it's this thing. So I've had songs, and I have a lot of talented musician friends that have told me like you're great, but I haven't like yeah, you think, but I haven't really like really like believe allowed myself to believe in them and then so I a lot of times like I shouldn't book that like really good studio because like my stuff is not good enough or like I shouldn't invite other people and maybe it's not good enough so I'll, I'll just do it myself that's my I can do that with a lot of things I mean a lot of DIY like around the around the house and in the garden like I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out myself because it's just like And that's not just not just it's not that I think that I'm better <laughs> doing myself. It's just like it's it's easier for me that I just don't have to expose my you know my my work to other people, which is it's it's it's, it's bad. I'm like it's bad. You have you can't you have to take the leap. And now after so so sorry, one thing in between because I find this fascinating. What yeah. what then because this is a, a I think a mentality that a lot of musicians have. But what is it then? That brings you to write songs, uh, be vulnerable, and show it to people because that's that's a very counterintuitive thing, then in a way. Yeah, but it feels good every time, having done so. Mm. So, and I mean, you know, the this, your 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 psychology is it's a, it's a <laughs> complex thing, but sure. you know, there's always a drive in me. To, So, somewhat, something, some parts of me that just wants to be safe mm -hmm. and like not push it, like not. Like many times I'm writing songs and I, I sit there by the piano. I'm writing something like, "Oh, this is good. Yeah, this is good." I'm like, "Let's do this." And then I catch myself like, "Oh my God, you're just writing that other song you had that someone said was good." Mm -hmm. So you're trying to do that again, and then inspiration just goes away. So now I have this uh, measurement, like or. I have this indication in my body when I'm on the right track because it's when I write a song and I feel a little ashamed. When I feel it's like, mm. oh, this is kind of corny and this is kind of, this is weird, but I like it so much. And then when I get that feeling of it being like I'm a little ashamed, I know I'm on the right track because I know I'm pushing myself. Right. I know that I'm pushing myself out of the comfort zone and not just repeating. And then I'm, I'm actually like showing a vulnerable side that the part of me does not want to show because that's not safe so yeah because initially I thought maybe it, it might have been difficult to let go then once you involve other people but the way you talk about it was it, was it liberating in a yeah, way yeah it was very liberating because I just like life's too short uh, I'm going to trust these people and just with the you know when I 
just my daydream started when I could, when I knew that I could, I could travel. I knew, I knew. So, that, so I wrote every little heart, the mm-hmm. single foot, in my kitchen, just after knowing the fact that I could go back. So I just like came up with this weird riff, and just like it was, it was just there. So, of course, I know most of these musicians that sure. walk in the studio, and I love them, and I know their <sighs> capabilities, of course, but I also know their sen- their their sensibilities, and knew that a lot of them had gone through very hard times during the pandemic so it was just it was very you could step into a room where we were all so happy and like joyous and playful just like and we got back to the, the you know why we started like the feelings of why we started playing music when you're just like this is cool like <laughs> like wow we can make these these sounds uh, but then also like be like supportive of each other through like because life sure. has happened to all of us and uh, but there was no, there was like no, uh, we recorded so many songs in, it was like 14 songs in 11 days, and everything was just working out like that, and uh, there were so many surprises to me, what people added and came up with, because we also, and we also played most of it live. Okay. So we like rehearsed a little, and then like, oh, I'll do this, and like, so I was just in the middle of that, playing myself and getting fed by that, like, wow, you're doing that, like, whoa. So, and I, I feel you, you can hear that throughout the album, even though it's it's uh, touching on like uh, anxiety and depression and hard things and, and thoughts about giving up and stuff like that, but then. I think it succeeds in the fact because you can hear that in the, in the music and in the energy of it, that every every single song that even though it sounds depressing it, it's about like yes that happened that's life and then we're trying to we we're coming back to like a hopefulness and like a hopefulness in in, in people and in, in humanity and uh, you know in love yeah and I, I think especially if you if, if you move from Henry Street which, which is a slower piano yeah. kind of ballad thing uh, into uh, In Your Garden still that's yeah. a very bright sounding song so yeah. you can feel that transformation almost. yeah um, you mentioned the the surprises that you might have had is, is there one thing you can share or, or one song that you as, as you said you kind of felt ashamed about and you really like how it turned out uh, well Every little heart, I didn't really understand myself. I was just like, this is strange. This goes from like F sharp pentatonic to F sharp major to F sharp minor. That's not supposed to like be this smooth, but it just worked smoothly. And then uh, I had this little drum beat in my head, but I was not going to tell TJ, the drummer, whatever I heard. So he's like, and I was like, what do you hear? And he started to play that, that beat, and it's like, and it was totally different from what I heard. And it just, like, put the song upside down and, like, made it three-dimensional. And just, like, that was a big, like, whoa, surprise moment to me. But then a song like Major League, just me playing the banjo like that. And, like, when I play the banjo, I don't get super, like, theoretical about music because it's something weirdly about the banjo. It's just, like, you can just be in the stream of of notes and then... Not realizing the time signature because then when people were, when Nick was gonna play the bass and he was like play the bass and like and I was like no I don't think that's where the one is and it's like no I think it's and then we were just confused and then we were like okay let's have dinner and then like had dinner really fast and I ran out into the to the studio and just like played it and like one two three one two three four 
what? Oh, it's in seven eight time. But unless that bar is eight eight four if, uh, whatever, it's just like so. I had to like also like d- dissect my own music at w- at points and just sure. like yeah, that was the time when we were just like we couldn't figure it out. But then it's like, and then I just told, oh, you mean, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> and then we just did it. But is is that part of because I read some something in uh, I think it was a bio, but but kind of you have a tendency or at least had a tendency to overthink uh, things. So is that kind of the the exercise and to try not to do that, to try and just just see what and then don't think too technically and just oh, it sounds okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever overthought theory, but okay, overthought if it's good or good or not. Now it's just like. Yeah. Now I think because I I I mean I spent some time there before the before the recordings, a couple of months, and uh, I think I did like twenty twenty demos. So there was just we had a lot of stuff to work from. What was the criteria for the songs to make it on the album? Is real music dying? What even is real music, and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician, and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions, and we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. No criteria. It was just like it. It just it just came together as it was naturally as you, when you can't explain why. Like after a while, I like okay. Bless, just listening back to bless you. Like that's the first song, <laughs> and then hearing foothills. Like that's the last song, and like hearing Henry Street. That needs to be like smack in the middle. Needs to be followed by in the garden still. It just and Nick Samborn, the, pro- the producer that I've known for a long time. He was we were. We were very much in sync. You know, we we heard what, and then there was just you know, there's too many songs. There, so there were you know, I have to to kill some darlings. But you know, I just but it just felt yeah, it just naturally kind of came together. I can't explain it. It's magic. Fair enough. Um, when it comes to the lyrics, can I assume that that's still a very personal thing? Or is that something you share with the group as well, where you talk no, about No, no, I mean, it was one song, actually, Bless You, because I got a little stuck, so uh, me and uh, Amelia Meath from Van Sylvanesso and uh, Mountain Men, we just uh, bounced some idea. Uh, she was, uh, she kind of took me out of the, untied some knots mm. for me, and it was beautiful. We were on a porch in North Carolina, and it was Carolina Rents and, you know, Cardinals and all that stuff, and it was just... And I just went into the studio. So, but no, the lyrics I, I, I write myself. Yeah. What, what? Because you mentioned you need Except to live that. life. You you need to experience life for in order uh, to get some inspiration. And, and you yeah. didn't want to write that that very dark depressing yeah, album yeah. about the situation we're in. So, so where did you kind of pull from in terms of, of uh, what you wanted to say? And then uh, I. Didn't, 
I don't know how you see it. You're not the, the most literal writer, I suppose, no. uh, that there is. So, so how do you kind of, once you have an idea that you want to express, how do you kind of formulate that in, in a way that you're comfortable with? Well, I think it's not as easy to, to put as that because it's, if I'd known what I wanted to say fully mm -hmm. and clearly, I wouldn't write songs. Mm -hmm. That's why I write songs, because the freedom of writing a song is that you can you know, because sometimes you have a lot of thoughts, it doesn't make sense, and it's bouncing around, but there's a feeling of it, and you can put that into a song, where it's still, it's like, the song makes total sense to me, what it is, what it is about for me, but the only way I can explain this feeling is through a song, or through another type of art, because that is allowed to be abstract, and still not just like, logically clear, like put like this, where, I don't think we, we discuss often enough that that is a, that's the that's the that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it that uh, it's not a it's not a clear description of something you could. Otherwise, I would just write it down on a piece of paper. You know, here, here. This is what I think. Yeah, it's way easier than to record an album or learn an instrument. But, but the fascinating thing then is uh, people can find something uh, yeah. in that. Uh, whether it's the same thing that you found in yeah. it or, or not, that, that, that is, I suppose, uh, unimportant. But what, what did that make you realize? And did, did you ever, during your career, have a, felt like a sense of responsibility in terms of what you wrote, or was it always like a, a pure expression? Well, responsibility, I mean... Maybe uh, responsibility isn't the right word, but... Yeah, well, I don't tell people to, you know, to do bad things, uh, hopefully. Uh, but I don't know. I've heard like many people, you know, t tell their stories about what my songs have meant to them. And in the in the early days, it was really hard to to grasp and just like to. I would always like, no, it's not that good, really. Like, but then you know, you hear a lot of people with beautiful stories, but they could also have like. Oh, that's a they, like a, I, you know, I met my partner, and we like we we got married to this song. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, that's a breakup song. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't. I, I don't feel maybe I don't feel responsibility, but I, I'm I'm happy that people can find, you know, and that's what I, I'm talking about. It's 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 beautiful that it's it's allowed to be like that, and what's what I how I've used or like I've been helped by a lot of music in my life. You know, where you feel a connection to something, but I, I have no idea what, you know. Who's behind me here? Tom Waits. I have no idea who you're talking about, but, you know, I felt, I, you know, I felt I got, you know, answers through it. Is that one song, or maybe that's too, too much, but is that one artist that you took solace from then during the pandemic, for instance? That I took what? Solace from, or, or took some comfort from listening to them? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but there's, I listen to so many different kinds of music, and, but I think when it was like the darkest point, I, I think I, I listen to a lot of classical music okay. these days, and uh, I mean, it's just, it's a really dark soundtrack for, for times like that, but like I got to get back to a sense of wonder and spirit, like um, Audible Pact, the Estonian okay. composer, I think he's Estonian. Um, his pieces were just like, I was, <laughs> you know, riding my little ATV four-wheeler with, with a horse fertilizer in the back and listening to that and just 
it was pretty, um, yeah, it was weird, but it was great. Because then through, yeah, because listening to other pieces of music, that's how I could, you know, still get back into that, like, there's, like, to keep me going, to just keep me going. That there is a, because if I'd just been, like, on social media or reading news and stuff, that right. would just, like, I would, you know, I would have just gone crazy. Final question then, uh, the album's called Henry Street. Yes. Now I, I tried to Google it and, and, and also in um, unison with Chapel Hill. <laughs> there is a Henry Street in Chapel Hill in Australia, so I don't think that's uh, what you meant. Uh, but where does the name come from? Uh, it comes from uh, that I used to live on Henry Street, okay. Henry and President Street, a crossing in, in Brooklyn. Okay. And, and why that, that street? Because obviously the, the, the songs weren't written there or... Yeah, but because it's the, I would say it's the, it's the low point of the album in, in a, but in a, in a, I mean that in a strong, uh, in a positive way, <laughs> but um, because I mean, what, what I talked about, I couldn't write songs during the pandemic, but then when I could start write songs again, I could go back and and sing about things that had happened during mm -hmm. the pandemic because it it's, that happens a lot in my in my life like if I'm in the middle of things like hard things and you know I'm a white privileged man so how hard can it be but no it, there's stuff that you know happens to everyone but then uh, I could you know I can't stand if I stand in the middle of it I don't write good stuff but then you know usually when I feel more joyful in life then I can easier, you know, get some perspective and, and mm -hmm. these things. And you know, it was to see New York just uh, quiet. As just it was kind of like when you know when you're in this when you're in the woods and there's a storm coming and all of a sudden it's just like all the birds go quiet. It's kind of like that in New York City. It's just okay. like from living in a city where it's just like people out all the time and traffic and like sure. noise and just like poof, like it was dystopian, just like empty streets and it was just ambulances and stuff like that. And to see, you know, afraid and confused people and that, that, uh, that, you know, so I, I sing about some uh, New York stuff in that. So, and it felt like I should put that as the, that's the starting point of the album because it was like also the, the literal starting point because I, the song, for me making it, even though I didn't do good, like, it's from the start of the pandemic too, to when it was recorded, yeah. Christian, may I thank you for your time? Thank you so much, Roman. Thank yeah. you.